It's the day after election night. Um, where do you want to start? Uh, unbelievable in Virginia. Okay, you had wow. Said, uh, you had said Terry McAuliffe was going to win. I think I was the one that predicted Youngkin on this podcast. I'm really think I'm leaning towards I should get a Fox National show. I think you you should. I think uh, <laughs> your your uh, your stock as being a political analyst just. Uh, I'm going to call it common sense with Frage on on Fox. On Fox and Friends. I mean, all I, all I can say is, wow. I mean, you know, Yunkin wins. I can't uh, believe it. I didn't think he would, really. I really didn't. He, listen, he crushed in the rural areas, as expected, but even overperforming Trump. And in the suburbs of D.C., northern Virginia, which, you know, obviously leans very Democratic uh, or Democrat, um, Youngkin outperformed Trump by, you know, eight to 10 points okay. in, in Loudoun and Fairfax and other places. Really? So, so I went to bed last that, night. I mean, I went to, you know, because obviously my son's like seven months old, right? So we sleep when he sleeps. So I went to bed really early. I think I stopped watching your coverage. I don't know, 830-ish. So obviously things were like too early. They weren't, I think they'd, o- they'd only called like, maybe they'd called Arlington County yeah, or so something. They didn't, call, they didn't call the race over mi- after midnight. You know, you know, Youngkin was up big and you know, as expected, you know, some of the more uh, liberal counties take longer to, to, to count the votes. Why? We'll never know. Uh, and, you know, McAuliffe closed it to within two points, but that's pretty much where it stands. So all major outlets called it for Yunkin around midnight-ish. Uh, and, you know, not only did Yunkin win, but the Republican lieutenant governor won. <laughs> The She's Republican first woman of color, by the way, which is awesome. Now, I mean, she does carry a huge, you know, she's. Oh, by the way, you'll never hear that, too, because Why? she's not a Democrat. So you, you, you like, the, you know, that's not true, Patrick. I see it people, is true. people mention that in every story. Now, she's the first woman of color ever to be elected okay. in that. And, you know, Jamaican immigrant. I mean, that's what America's all about. But I see that no, in every I, story. Listen. Where do you not see okay, it? Well, I, I didn't see it in a few. So it, it was interesting. Um, I, I, my point is the difference being the Boston mayor, you know, a historic woo, uh, Asian American, uh, first, uh, not sure the first woman, maybe the first woman mayor in Boston. I'm not sure about that. Certainly the first, uh, you know, um, uh, Asian, uh, woman to be elected mayor of Boston, which is, which is great. And, um, I, I it just didn't feel like it was the lead anywhere with, with the lieutenant governor. But be that as it may, uh, well, attorney general, Republican, and the Virginia delegates weren't Republican. Clean sweep for Republicans in your commonwealth. My mouth is Sarah. a gap. Glenn Youngkin, absolutely zero experience, has never won a anything whoa, whoa, prior. Whoa, 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 whoa. What do you mean zero experience? He ran a business. That's more experience than McCall. Oh, give me a break. Politics, you know, is a whole nother ball game. I mean, come on. Why? He has, oh, please. Are you kidding? It's all political. We saw this with Trump, right? We elected somebody who had zero background and what a disaster. Oh, my God. And not oh, to by, mention a horrible oh, yeah, by, human by being. Clear, but, OK, put that aside. We're talking actual governing. You, Joe Biden, who has zero real experience, that is career a, politician, his approval ratings are in the low 40s and absolutely contributed to some degree 
for Yunkin to lose. Okay, I mean, Joe to Biden win. has absolutely made mistakes. But President Trump's first two years, we tried to impeach him, everything in the Ukraine. He did nothing well, but mess we? up. Who's we? The Democrats. We. I, I'm not, this isn't a referendum on Trump. My point is, Yunkin Joe Biden, career no politician, has done nothing. Zero. I think Joe is doing the I think Joe is trying to turn things around. I mean, he has gone to mansion. He's gone to cinema. I mean, he is like, we're going to get something done. I mean, he's willing trying to. to listen. So let's get back okay, to the let's Virginia talk, election yeah, right. for a second, because I think there's a bigger theme here. OK. Do I think Biden's at fault for Yunkin winning or McAuliffe losing? No. Do I think there was a significant amount of people who voted in Virginia because of you know where the country stands, yes. So exit polls show that 70% of Virginians feel the country is going in the wrong direction, okay? But I think the, the main reason Yunkin won was he, a few things. I think he did a very good job walking that fine line to not embrace Trump, but to not lose the 30, 35% of the Trump base in Virginia. So I think he walked that fine line, number one. Number two, I think people are fed up what's going on in the school systems. Certainly, we talked about the Loudoun County stuff. Uh, and then, you know, uh, obviously, Terry McAuliffe made that huge mistake saying parents shouldn't be telling teachers what to teach or schools what to teach. Uh, and that became the, the closing ads for McAuliffe uh, pretty much for the last three to four weeks. And uh, I think people are fed up with COVID, the restrictions, the schools having been closed for so long. Look at New Jersey, okay? Governor Phil Murphy, Democrat, won by 15 points four years ago. Joe Biden, last November, won the state by 16 points. As of this morning, Murphy... And Cittarelli, who is the Republican he's running against, 61 votes. Over 2.3 million votes have been cast, and they're within 61 votes. Murphy was supposed to win this election by double digits. There is something else going on. Here. People, it, New it's, Jersey, it's common shut sense. Shut down the schools. They still have risk restrictions of, you know, it's the taxes and the progressiveness and the, and the and the policing issues and you know you throw it all in a pot and people are just fed up and i think it's showing and by the way we've talked about this outside of trump losing and we know trump lost for a lot of reasons mainly due due to his actions right outside of that win for the dems last year's election was very good for the republicans it right? can, it's going to continue to be until and this election is very good for the Republicans. Like, the Democrats have to figure out what their messaging is, how to how to balance the progressives with the moderates. They have to figure out how to get control back from the schools. They have to get away from the wokeness. I mean, Minnesota, the defund the police. It doesn't bill, work. It wasn't it wasn't called that, uh, but it was they had it on uh, the ballot to completely revamp policing they were gonna move get rid of some police and you know put mental health officers in or, or crisis officers whatever they're called in and kind of just completely revamp got crushed defeated 
easily, like 58% to 42%. So I think the dem- the progressive side of, I think the Democratic Party, the moderates have to figure out how to balance progressives with where this country really is and probably just left of center or center. They need to go and- hard against the progressives. The Democratic Party is now in so much, I mean, don't even get me, Republicans are awful, but um, this should be the biggest warning of all to the Democratic Party. People, and people of color are conservative. They are religious people. They do not, they too are voting against these transgender issues. People want kids to be safe, no matter what they identify with. But then when it's like, oh, hey, anybody can use any bathroom, when you're talking 14 year olds, again, as you get older, Of course, people can do, you know, whatever bathroom you want to. I mean, you know, now everybody's bathroom is like whatever you are, you know. So, Sarah, you said something very smart last week that it's not the the, the progressive side of the Democratic Party has done this for a few years now. They try to paint everyone with the same brush. Okay, just because I don't want my 12 year old daughter to be in a bathroom with a 12 year old transgender boy. I'm I'm not I'm not anti-transgender. Correct. You're not trans. I'm not speaking of me. I'm talking about a parent. I don't have a child. No, you're right. Just because I think school school should have police officers, I'm not racist. Right? Yeah. And and the and the progressive wing of the Democratic Party, and I heard the the the, the majority leader, former majority leader in Virginia say basically the same thing last night. Like they tried to paint Yunkin with the entire Trump brush, the spots with the January 6th thing and all that. And that's dangerous. Like, you know, there's there's no nuance with the progressive side of the Democratic Party. And there needs to be just like there's no nuance with the right wing of the Republican Party. I mean, don't get me wrong. The, the same thing applies to them as well. But um yeah, I agree. Mo- most of this country, they are they are center. I, I almost think they're center conservative now, and in the sense of like religious things, right? Religious things. People have had it with the masks. Enough with the masks. It's, oh, it's, it's we'll get to Montgomery County in a second. The Democratic Party, people. but nobody in the Democratic Party, aside from Eric Adams, who I really like, who I hope does an awesome yeah. job, who already has come after De Blasio. You know, absolutely thinks De Blasio's. Uh, you know, his policies were ridiculous. Eric Adams is the Democratic, that, he's the type of person they need, right? Because they, they he's need- willing to stand up. Like, that's, Terry McAuliffe did not come out strong enough saying, you know what, that this whole trans issue, transgender bathroom issue, you know, he, we need somebody to say what you're saying in the Democratic Party. Hey, because I, I disagree. Tra- so you got the transgender issue, the sexual assaulting. In Loudoun, and then you had the school resource officers. They got rid of them in Fairfax County or Alexandria City, and they had a they had a quickly reinstate them because the violence was out of control. Right totally. to defund the police message. Shame on the and listen, I don't think I would say eighty percent of the Democratic politicians around the country did not embrace the defund the police message. Right, but they didn't get and that I, message out enough. They let progressive right. voices. You know why? They wanted they wanted to appease and balance and not look like, you know, they were, you know, you know, pro police at the time after the George Floyd. Instead of, you know, 
instead of, you know, saying, listen, reform, yes. New guidelines, yes. Don't allow officers to be moved and transferred all over the place. Hold them more accountable. But they allowed the defund the police message to become the Republican position. You're uh, right. I mean, we need somebody to stand in the fire. And I think, too, you know, yes, we still have racism in this country. But I think last night. Of course we do. This is another thing I think Democrats do wrong. They do not talk about how far we've come in this country. Last night was a huge night for people of color being elected across yeah, this country. And, and multi-race. But all we I hear mean, from progressives is every, you know, I mean, Boston. people are I mean, racist, listen, people are racist. You're electing an Asian woman in Boston. You're electing lieutenant yeah. governors, female lieutenant governors that are black in Virginia that are Republican. You know, obviously Thank the you. mayor of New York City being a black male is not. I mean, you've he had only you the know, second Dinkins black before. man in history to be married. That's huge. No, I listen, I, I know. But but that goes to the know. Democratic and Progressive Party and AOC and, the, you know, that whatever the, the squad there has done so much damage and no one will keep the Democrats need to come together and start actively speaking against that squad. They do some much like Marjorie Taylor Greene does, much like Trump does. You know, I think you probably saw, saw you probably saw Sean Spicer on Bill Maher. Absolute, you know, don't even get me started. He's such a wimp. Um, wouldn't admit that the election was actually won by Joe Biden. But anyway, we need some. We need people on both sides to just stand up for common sense. Common sense. Instead, we let these wild voices run amok because nobody wants to be labeled by either party as something. Yeah. It's bananas. We've made so much progress in this country. Of course, we have a long way to go. Change doesn't happen overnight. Democrats won't admit that. You know, they want they want all this stuff. They want all this. You know, and now look at it. It's hurting them. I cannot believe in Virginia, no. in Virginia, we have gone red. That is bananas. When you're talking Northern Virginia, is that? But the other problem too, I think, is we are not giving enough spaces where people can say, to your point, hey. I have a 13-year-old girl, and I don't feel comfortable, even if a a, a kid identifies as trans, being in the yeah. bathroom without absolutely shunning that person, going after their business, going after their job. So those people who are Democrats are going in those polls and secretly voting Republican, and they're going to continue well, the to do that. Well, the Democrats have done or not done is they've completely given up the, on the rural areas. You look at these maps of Virginia, I mean, it's all red. All red, even outside of Norfolk. Yeah. Right? Which was blue under Biden, blue under Northrum, Northrum. Now it's red. Bergen County, New Jersey, right outside New York City, the most populous county in New Jersey, went red. Went red for Chitterelli over Murphy. Because you because have they're people- sick and tired of the regulation, the restrictions, the masks. Listen, COVID, you know. And, and the problem is you talk like and you, you know, people think you're an anti-masker. No, but enough. Look at Montgomery County. OK, I've railed against Montgomery County. It's out of control. It's so irritating in the county I live in. So yesterday, they I thought they were actually going to be rational. So real quick, in Montgomery County, the, the only metric they use, first of all, the CDC makes recommendations on what's substantial transmission. They use two factors. 50 to 100 out of 100,000 cases. The second one is positivity rate between 8 and 9.99%. Okay. The county's around 50-51. 50, 
It dropped for seven straight days below 50, so the mask mandate was removed, okay? It went back up over 50, so they were going to immediately reinstate it. The Montgomery County Council said, hold on, we can't have this yo-yo effect. So they voted to say it has to be seven straight days, 50 to 100, to then reinstate the mask. And like, people were like, oh, this is great, or applauding it. It's more rational than the yo-yo effect, but at the same time, you know, 50 to 51 cases out of 100,000 in a county that's 96% vaccinated of eligible people, not counting the 5 to 11-year-olds, in a county that has extremely low hospitalizations, in a county that is, you know, done a very, the, the residents have done a very good job, enough like 51 out of 100, use your common sense that shouldn't reinstate masks. So now if today and tomorrow are over 50, masks will go into effect again indoors next Tuesday. And then you'll need another seven straight days below 50 to pull them back. But the worst thing they did yesterday was to sunset all mask mandates. The county's going to have to be at 85% back. Arbitrary number they pulled out of thin air. So you know what that is? That's basically saying that 70% of all kids, 5 to 11, have to get vaxxed to get to that number. So an adult in a restaurant doesn't have to wear a mask or an adult in a gym where there's no 5 to 11-year-olds, again, no common sense, operating out of fear, overreaching, controlling. They're just lucky this county's so liberal or they would be all thrown out too. Complete mismanagement, lack of leadership, arbitrary rules. It's out of control. It's truly out of control now. Uh, look, I, I think COVID is part of the reason we're going with Republicans. I think people, the, the you know, it's, 18 yeah, months ahead, ago, the 18 months ago, the goal was, hey, if we can get a vaccine, you know, we're back to normal. And here we are with the vaccine, over 70 percent of Americans, two yeah. vaccinations. And we still, in some ways, live like... You know, and I, I, I'm totally for like on airplanes and stuff. I get it. You're in close, close quarters. And I know so far the science to- is totally agree with you on a plane. By the way, every time I pre COVID, every time I flew, I got sick after it, you know. So, yeah, wearing yeah, a I mask or on a plane makes sense. You know, n- not crazy. Wearing a mask in, in a hospital, wearing a mask in a doctor, maybe even mass transportation like a metro where everyone's standing next to each other, holding on railings and spitting on each other and breathing on each other. Totally. That's fine but that's it like the the problem now is these liberal politicians they've stopped using common sense in many cases yeah they just have stopped using common sense and you know people in gyms shouldn't have to wear masks right now if they're vaccinated like and i said this who are you still protecting (laughs) Your county's 95% vaxxed. Your teachers are for the most part. Your teachers are. Who are you protecting with this policy? And by the way, it's a recommendation by the CDC, number one. Number two, the scales are off. I've said this. If 51 51 out of 100,000 is substantial, and that equates to 8 to 9.9% positivity, Montgomery County, 1.5% positivity. 1.5. 
You have to use all the data. Look, you have to use all the factors. I think last night, not. last night, to your point, is proving it. People are they're over the regulations. They don't want to be. Trump lost the election because he didn't handle COVID properly, and I think Dems now are losing elections because they overreacted and are oh and are, are putting in too many regs. People want to get back to normal. Right. If, if kids could wear masks now in school and are still unvaccinated, why couldn't they last September? Like people are starting to say, oh, wait a minute. Like, like what's going on here? Right? I, I think you're right. So, OK, you know, we saw a big sweep last night for the for the Republicans. I mean, I guess we'll see what happens with Glenn Young. I can't believe Glenn Young <laughs> One, Glenn Youngkin makes me very nervous on abortion. He's been very unclear. There was that clip where he said, you know, he's going to tote the line because he needs the independent, you know, kind of swing vote. And then, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, Youngkin seems scary, <laughs> scary to me, but. No, I, listen, Terry, I don't know enough about him. I don't I don't think he's scary. I think they tried to scare you tying him to Trump. Uh, you know, we'll see. We'll, you know, well, the listen, we'll see how he thing. governs. The yeah. good news is in Virginia, it's only four years and he's out, right? And then if he does a really shitty job, you could replace him in, in four years. He can't run again. Um, but we'll see. You know, so where? Uh, but I'm curious. Where do you think that um, the Democratic Party? Like, what do you think the Democratic Party should do now? I mean, we we definitely. Well, first saw- of all, I I, I, I don't want to overreact. And nor should anyone else overreact. Local elections are local, right? Virginians voted for a variety of reasons. You know, I had someone who said to me this morning that Biden had zero impact on the Virginia race. I don't believe that. But do I think that he had a huge impact? No. I think anytime there's an election, we overreact one way or the other, right? I, you know, if the infrastructure bill finally gets passed and they figure out this other bill and mansion, thank goodness for mansion has slow rolled this thing and made it very accountable. Oh, give me a break. Come on. He needs to get on board. So does cinema. I mean, it's it's no, no, they yeah, don't. They do. They don't. It's time to tax no. the rich, which they're going to do, <laughs> which is great. Way, you're just you just told me these are the things that have helped Republicans win and now you're going back to the Democratic No, I never said anything points. about it. we need to tax the wealthy and I like the general 10% the wealthy, I like the flat by tax the way the wealthy pay a disproportionate amount of taxes in this country Trickle number one down number two economics it's a does not work bill and listen, the Dems think everyone's stupid right oh so they had t- they had a 10 year program and they said oh to save money, we'll make it five years at the same price tag per year. You think in five years that program is going to go away? No, they're going to renew it for another five. And you, guess what? We spent the exact same money that we said we didn't want to spend. They think people are dumb. Okay. And finally, Manchin and Sienna are being fiscally responsible. They're representing their state that got him and her elected. And they don't want a boondoggle. It's a complete boondoggle bill. There's some good things in there, but there's also a lot of crap in there. So you know what? Well, come good on. For you, that, there you Thank go. Well, there's politics. <laughs> there's always that. I know, by the way. On both sides. No, and and here, no, and here's another thing. Here's another thing that people, you know, you know, the Democrats always go create when the Supreme when Trump nominated, you know, Kavanaugh and then nominated Coney Barrett, they went crazy yelling and screaming, ah, abortion. 
it looks like Kavanaugh and Barrett are going to overturn the Texas abortion law. So you're going to have two conservative judges on the Supreme Court rule against Texas, which is how it should be for constitutional reasons. But the three liberal judges on the Supreme Court never, ever, ever go with the conservatives, almost never. My point being is, you know, they're true to their word on it's a bad bill. It's it's against the current uh, Roe versus Wade law. And I think Barrett and Kavanaugh are going to do the right thing on that. Bill. So good, good on that front, too. Well, you know, and and you're right. If they do that, if they do overturn that, good for them. And that is and hopefully maybe them stepping up and doing that encourages the more liberal judges to do the same if there's a ruling that needs to go the other way. So I, I think you're right. I mean, we need to get away from this. You know, uh, oh, I, you know, I can't be friends with you because you're conservative or I can't agree with you because you're Democrat. Yeah, I mean, we have but, to get away from that. Pay- we, we see. And you have to listen. You know, I was listening to all the pundits on the different networks last night. And, you know, some of them, you know, listen, some of them you're like, oh, like you're just making name, stuff names, up. But others, name, names. No, no, no. <laughs> but others were, they, they, you know, what Yunkin did well, he listened. Okay. Somebody said he didn't start off off as the education governor, but he listened to people. People are frustrated with, like you said, whether it's masks, closing the schools for too long, transgender policies, violence in schools. He listened and he and he evolved. And, you know, that's what we need to do as a society, too. We need to listen. We have to stop painting everyone with the same brush. Right. You know, there's some woke things that make sense. I can't believe I just said that. But um, but look, you believe you are for you don't want to see violence against any child identifying whoever they want. Of course you don't. Most people in this country do not. Same with you're not racist. You don't want to see anyone discriminated against. We have to put a kid in a bubble the entire time. And, you know, like that's the thing here, like. You know, we, we've moved too far to lack of normalcy, right? Yes, I correct. I mean, like we're moving, we're moving football games because we can't control, you know, 15 kids who started a fight at another football game the week before. We're moving football games. I know this is completely unrelated, but because it's raining out, right? We got playgrounds now that can't have slides because they're too hot or they're dangerous or like when you know we're going to continue to mass kids in schools in perpetuity like what are we doing now like enough let parents manage the risk if kids are vaccinated they shouldn't have to wear masks in schools if i'm vaccinated i shouldn't have to wear a mask in a gym the risk is low. Transmission is low. Hospitalization. It's like they don't want to move on. It's like they manage out of fear. And and it's just, un, it's, it's enough it, now. They manage because the they don't. The entire rest of Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. I mean, look, and stop believing Twitter. Twitter's not real. Stop, yeah. you know, do not get on Twitter. It's These voices on Twitter have these followings that have nothing to do but get on there. And they label politicians, they label people as transphobic, homophobic, racist, and people don't want those titles. So they will, they'll try to coddle 
all these progressives. And Terry McAuliffe didn't come out strong enough against what's going on in schools. He just didn't. That was a huge, I think that's a huge problem for Terry. Well, it obviously was. I mean, he lost. So there you go. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, you make you, your points are good. You know, and I, I, I think look, I think it, Dave Chappelle's special tipped the elections. There was so much coverage on that for two weeks. People want to be able to make a joke and not be labeled. And again, correct. you know, he's a professional comedian. A professional comedian yeah. should be able to go anywhere. Listen, I, I can't walk around telling Dave Chappelle jokes. Neither can I. He's he's amazing at right. what he does. But people were so over that crap. They were over it. You know, I, but I also I also should be able to say. But I should be able to say I like the Chappelle special without someone calling me a racist. There you or go. You. There you That's go. the difference. Right. I, I could actually I should be able to watch the Chappelle and laugh, even though I'm white <laughs> and not feel like I'm somehow offending the world. Right. And that's the thing that to to your point, right? Um, uh, it is, just, a, uh, you know, people, whatever pronouns you want to give yourself, fine, you know, but you can't expect the world to know if you identify as a cisgender male. Uh, you know, people don't, they don't know those terms yet. They don't. And those are huge. I mean, they're small minute issues in this country compared to what we have. I've been preaching on this podcast. We have bigger things. China to worry about, Russia to worry about. China is, while we're inner fighting, is building like the greatest military ever. So it's scary what's happening. We pay zero attention to that. So have you you seen what Philadelphia has done? So Philadelphia is going to be the first U.S. city in America, major U.S. city in America, to outlaw minor traffic stops by police. Okay, and they're basing that on data that suggests that most of those interactions in the city of Philadelphia tend to be a police officer, obviously, with a black driver. Okay, so they're going to pass a law that says, you know, if your taillight is out or, you know, you're running, you're you're driving with expired tags, your registration's not up to date, um, you're not going to get pulled over. I don't. You know, they said if you're speeding, you could still get pulled over. I don't know about if it's like running a stop sign or not coming to a complete stop. I didn't I didn't get the entire definition of what they consider a minor traffic violation. Um, so it's interesting, you know. I don't think it's the worst thing. Because I do think some of those interactions for yeah, you know, okay, your traffic lights out or something, you know, ter- then turn to be a negative interaction. But I also don't love the fact that, you know, uh, you know, once again, we're, we're ignoring rules and laws. So I'm kind of split on it. Um, it'll be interesting to see how, how, how it works. It won't and, work. In four years, okay. they'll be back to pulling people over. I mean, come on, you got expired tags. They're not going to, if you've got an expired tag, you've probably got something else going on in your car too. I mean, give me a break. Yeah, yeah probably. Well, so what's I mean, the, wait, tell me again, because I have I, I shouldn't even comment because I haven't read this story yet. So, but what, what, what brought this on? They feel like because these minor. So, so they, they, they do have, they have data okay. that, that says or suggests that, um, so I, I believe, and again, don't, 
these numbers aren't 100 percent accurate I don't have in front of me but 42 percent of philadelphia is black right okay yet 70 percent of the police stops in the city are with an officer and a black driver okay, okay? so disproportionate amount of people getting stopped in the city are black so what i think they're trying to remove is the negative okay. interaction or potential negative reaction based on minor traffic violations. Like why are, why are we having a police officer pull over somebody for maybe a slow roll through a stop sign or um, uh, again, a, a broken tail light, or they notice that the person has expired tags. Um, conceptually. Uh, yeah. I think it may help, but at the same time, to your point, you know, rules are rules. So, well, I like I like data and I'm, I like I'm, I like I'm experimenting. Not, I'm, not, I'm not as crazy on this one as you may have thought I, I would be. Right. Um, well, uh, what, what know, harm listen, is it? It, I mean, it is try concerning. It. Uh, yeah, try it. I mean, I, I, agree. I, but, yeah, I mean, you know, if they have data backed evidence, try it. You know, I mean, if it if it doesn't work, you know, in two years, they're going to reverse it kind of like they did with Alexandria schools and getting rid of resource officers. We know that doesn't work. I mean, you know, when you were 15, 16, kids fight, you know, kids. kids it, yeah, your brain isn't even nearly, deve- you know, well, it's developed, but not fully. So, I mean, you're going to have interactions. You have, you know, no matter what you do, you're going to have parents that are horrible parents, you know, and these kids are sad about that and angry. They come to school like they need intervention. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see where, where that goes. But um, all right. Well, I, I want to get you. So what do you think if you were running the Democratic Party, which I mean, that's like, I don't even know. <laughs> that's a crazy state. Honestly, <laughs> that's a crazy honestly, they, they should hire me. Okay, well, tell me what you would do right now, because, uh, you know, a lot of people and I don't know, put stock in this election as like a prediction for, you know, uh, three more years. I would would remove mass mandates. I would remove COVID restrictions. I would unmask kids in schools if they're vaccinated. I would um, uh, I, I, I would I would embrace the left center of the party. And I wouldn't just talk democratic talking points, tax the wealthy, tax the rich, pay your fair share. You know what? It doesn't work. It doesn't work. I would also put a little bit more pressure on public. It doesn't work. Okay. It doesn't, you know, people move out of those States. They find ways to, to listen, the top 5% of earners in this country, I believe, pay 65% of all federal tax, okay? There comes a point where you can't keep, you know, when you say pay your fair share, what does that even mean? But they're talking, too, is, about taxing these big corporations like Elon Musk, like Amazon does okay, all that kinds sounds of things. Great in theory. That sounds great in theory, but you're forcing these corporations to pay 15 plus dollars per wage. You're forcing them to. As they you know, should. Amazon no. should be paying people $25 oh, no. you're, you're, an hour. Okay. You're forcing all the, the, the regulation on them. You're forced. You know what? 
they're they're not going to hire people. Yeah, they are. You know what? And you know what? They ought to be lucky that they pay 25 instead of us making them have unions. What they should you're have is at, unions. You're picking out Amazon. I'm talking about Elon Musk. All the biz, the small businesses and every. Yeah. OK, so let's have an Elon Musk tax. Fine. We're all for that. Like, but look, so let me ask you. Every Democrat says this. The rich should pay their fair share. What does that mean? They're talking about what's a fair share. No, over four. According to Biden, that's over four hundred thousand dollars. What's their fair share? What percent? They don't tell you. What's their well, fair they share? Should what does that tell even you? Mean? They should tell you, and it should it, like it should be like everybody else. Thirty percent. Problem is, the wealthier you get, and you know this, you have very rich friends. The, the wealthier you get, the more options you get to do LLCs and S corps, and yeah, only if you own your own business, not if you work for a corporation. I can't hide any money. Like, stop with that. Yeah, most but, people work for a corporation. Most people don't. Like, okay, yeah, but you do. Of, you do really well, but I mean, you're not making five million dollars a year. I mean, if you are, no. <laughs> you know, no. Okay, but but you know, you you do very well, but I mean, you're not like. You're not in the one percentile of rich. You're not even in the ten percentile of like uber wealthy in this country, right? That that's who they're they're talking about. Those individuals who continue to make LLCs and S corps. And hey, we saw it. But but you say that, Sarah. But yet the Biden tax proposal is in over four hundred grand. Listen, four hundred thousand dollars is a good income, no doubt. But you're not rich. You're not, and especially if you work for a company. You're paying 35%, 32% federal income tax. What should you pay? 40? What's fair share? No, right? and they do need to, they do need to, um, they need to be clear on what the tax ramification would be. And I'm actually with you. I think we could experiment with flat tax. I think that would be great. I think what, what, I think a lot of Americans get frustrated with is as you get wealthier, there are lots of ways to shelter your money. Which, well, it's like the IRS thing, you know, Biden want, wanted to look at, uh, uh, Bank accounts six hundred dollars. Then they proposed ten thousand. Yunkin was running spots about that. How the federal government's going to go into your personal stuff? Like these things do have ramifications. Yeah. So no, I agree. I do um, agree to that. Um, all right. Is there anything else you want to talk about un- unrelated oh, to I politics? I just love that. I just love that you're living in a completely red state now. I can't believe my husband's so upset. I can't even believe. It. Look, I I hope he does well. I mean, I you know I I'm an American first. I want us to all continue to get Same. better. I, I hope. But you know, I, I honestly, I'm glad you said that, and that's why I think we do well on this podcast together because I feel the same way. Regardless of who the president is, I'm going to root for them. Now, Trump was hard to root for at times. I get that based on his 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 rhetoric and some of his actions. But you know when you know Biden. I'm rooting for him. I, I think he's doing terribly, terribly right now. I think he's all over the place. I think he doesn't have a plan or a strategy. I think. Um, well, hopefully this emboldens know, the Democratic Party to stand up to the progressives. Yes, we they have. They won't. To, they won't. Well, they then won't. Uh, I hope you're wrong I mean, because I think that we're going to be in a dangerous place if they don't. You know, I mean, I. Great. We should have these voices like, you know, AOC and Bernie Sanders. Awesome. You know, go go uh, have all these ideas of, you know, getting rid of all vehicles. Right. We know that's not going to happen in our lifetimes, but that's great. But we just 
the the problem is we've let them them dictate, you know, and they're all the speaking points, much like Marjorie yeah. Taylor Greene. Why anyone gives her a microphone or covers her crap, I yeah, have no I idea. She, you know what's interesting? She she's over now. Like people moved on from her, right? Where do the you think? people haven't moved on from AOC. Yeah, I do. The Bernies, the AOCs and stuff still have a large voice. And listen, they believe what they believe, and I don't hold I don't begrudge them for believing in their policies. I just don't think you can govern that way. And, and I'll give you an example. Phil Murphy, who's the governor of New Jersey, is probably going to eat this out. He was supposed to win by double digits. Biden won by 16. Uh, he won four years ago by 15. Uh, Cittarelli, not the greatest candidate, but the New Jersey, you know, with the taxes and the progressiveness and the mass and the restrictions, fed up. You know, when Bergen County goes red, people are fed up. Here's the thing, though. He's he will probably win by a few thousand votes, right? Over with two and a half million okay. people voting. Mm-hmm. I guarantee he still thinks he has a mandate and governs progressively. That's the problem. To me, if you're a real politician yeah. and smart leader, I should say smart leader, not a real politician. If you're a smart leader, you should recognize that half this state in a very liberal state has said they don't like what you were doing. Yeah. Right. So you have to move to the center. They won't, they don't. And that's the problem. So I think you have to listen and you have to adapt and you have to lead for all. It's like Montgomery County. They're only making decisions for the liberals. And, they, you know, they don't understand that businesses are suffering, gyms, salons, places where you have to wear masks, the kids in schools. You know, the CDC came out with a, st- a study that screen time was up last year for kids, like 90%. And that's not counting the at-home learning screen time. So add that to that number, and it's probably three and a half, four times. And it's created anxiety and stress and yeah, but come oh, on, that shit. last year was an anomaly. That there was a baby screens were a babysitter for parents who had no options. I mean, you can't count uh, last no. year. I get that, but the kids should have been back in school. Is my point. Kids, they, I, you, we said this a year ago. They failed children in this region by not getting them back to school last September. They failed them. They. If masks work now, they could have worked that. Anyway, we're, we're running out of time. My but, next prediction, so, I think California will go red. I don't think so. It's too, it's too, it, that's too blue. But you wait, you, never know. you wait. People are tired of it. Of course, I, you know, the Republican Party is completely compromised. We didn't even get to Adam Kinzinger, who's, who's resigned. And I mean, what the Republican yeah. Party does to Liz Cheney is disgusting. Anyway, we'll talk about that later. Um, okay, any sports? You know what I did want to ask you? What do you think of Tom Brady um, wanting the football back from the, the the person in the audience that got it? Oh, I mean, it was a 600 touchdown pass. He should have gotten it back. I think it was kind of funny. The guy's going to, I don't know what he eventually he got, but he kept negotiating, which was great. I love that. <laughs> I thought it was good, uh, too. I thought it was great. You know, the, the World Series, it was on Fox. Um not the greatest World Series, to be honest. Braves, Houston. Ugh. I you know I go back to Major League Baseball needs to re- reformat their playoffs. You know, the problem with baseball now is you had a team in the Braves 
They only won 88 games all year, and they're the World Series champs. So basically, because you let them be the three seed, they didn't have to play the first round, and you crowned a champion that really wasn't the best team, right? Yeah. So they were the best team for a three-and-a-half-week, four-week window. And that's the problem with U.S. sports now. They're creating two separate entities, the regular season and then the tournaments, like the NCAA basketball. We all love March Madness, but no one cares about the regular season anymore, right? So it, it – and again, that's why I think, you know, probably the only thing I agree with your, your, your husband on is international soccer, you win the regular season, you're the champ. If you're the best team over 38 games or 40 games – you're the champ. I kind of like that. Now, it's anticlimactic some cases. If, if you have one team that runs away with it, I get that. But then they have all these other tournaments. So I, I, you know, I don't I, I just think that um, it wasn't the most compelling World Series. But um, I, I didn't even watch. So, yeah, you, you got me on the yeah. baseball talk. Um, OK, anything else, Patrick? I mean, this was this was like a big. Um, you I don't know, think it, this is huge. It was big. It was we'll, big. we'll see where it goes. You know, I think Murphy will eke it out in, in, in New Jersey. But okay. again, that has to scare the Democrats. The fact that he's Chitterelli's even within, you know, as close as it is, probably going to need a recount. Uh, if they yeah, don't, Youngkin, uh, yeah, yeah, keep going. No, Yunkin wins by two points. Uh, they clean sweep. You know, Lieutenant Governor, Attorney Herring loses. Um and uh, the delegates go back. So he listen. Youngkin has a mandate. We'll see. Hopefully he, hopefully he governs for your sake in Virginia. You know, right center and doesn't go crazy oh. with you know abortion rules and all this. Other I know. Stuff. We'll I'm hoping. See. But but listen, in a state like that, if he does do that, it'll be reversed in four years. That's the one good thing you have because he'll just a Democrat will come in and kick him right out. Yeah, that's true. And I mean, he has to know that, I would think. So I think to your point. I would think. I would think. If I'm him, I stay away from all the social issues. And you know what? Jobs, education, jobs, education, deregulation. And he wins another four years. Because that, at the end of the day, that's what people want. No. That's what people want. Um, all right, Patrick, where do people all follow right, so you? Patrick, GM, Fox 5. All right. We'll see you next week. All right, Sarah. Bye.